1: We are back, continuing the countdown. It's time to deliver number three of the top five Alabama softball moments of 2019. As usual, because you're you know, too deep into this ranking by now, so you know who's hosting. It's the Out the Box Boys. Gray Robertson, Tom Canterbury. Tom, we're dipping back into the regular season. Yeah. In a place of nightmares for mm. Alabama softball. Never had any success in Baton Rouge. Never. And in Tiger Park, especially, yeah. just a rough, rough run. Right. And that run really changed its tune mm-hmm. as Alabama closed out the SEC, winning the conference by four games. Four games. And the game that locked it up, our number three ranking, again, according to our committee of panelists, the second and seventh inning versus LSU. In game two,
0: game two, right, game two, yeah. By the way, they did come and play game three, a game that meant absolutely nothing to Alabama, and the Tide got the shutout victory.
1: Yes, I sweep that up. Not to go on a side tangent, but I would say Beth Tarina fell a little bit in my coach's rankings that she could not get her team up for that game because LSU looked more dead than Alabama did, and Alabama did not look. They looked like they just won a championship, and they were just there in the first four innings, right? And LSU did nothing. And Alabama said, "Okay, well, I guess we're going to win.
0: We're going to win. Yeah. we're here. Might <laughs> <laughs> <Why> not well. <laughs> right. Yeah, um, that 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 was a, a surprise. I thought it was a a great page performance by Crystal." Uh, Goodman in game number three to keep Alabama in it until the offense kind of woke up woke up and to be able to finish off the regular season that way especially uh what was very was very nice very special but the game before obviously the uh the Saturday game which you're about to hear uh second and seventh innings of and my incoherent screaming <laughs> which resulted in blow pop rings and <laughs> and a dog pile anytime
1: that a it's, game that's a that's quite a story right there <laughs> it really it is. sounds like you just wrote a mad libs of some kind <laughs> <laughs> it did 100 but all of that happened but, yes.
0: Yeah, I can't. I can't stress that
1: enough. Uh, but anytime that a game ends in a dog pile, uh, you know it's special. Absolutely. And we chose the second and seventh inning for the nomination because second inning, Alabama gets three runs on one hit, and that that kind of symbolized the entire weekend for LSU. Mm-hmm. They really struggled with the free pass against Alabama, and Alabama took advantage of that.
0: Yeah, and that was you know part of Alabama's offense this year. You know, Kaylee Tao getting walks all day long yes uh and then as as we talked about earlier with with the grand slam from bailey hemphill in in number four alabama took advantage when people were on base yes i mean the, there were some games throughout the year where alabama left a lot of people on base that's going to happen to anybody but more often than not if someone was on base alabama got them home
1: and then the seventh inning montana fouts comes in in the sixth but the seventh inning it's four three You're trying to close it out. Crowd pretty loud, sure, pretty loud. LSU had been able to kind of chip away the last couple innings, and for a freshman to step in and close it out three up, three down, including a three pitch strikeout of arguably the best leadoff hitter not named Alyssa Brown in the conference. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on, yeah. (laughs) I
0: mean, (laughs) who else does that? Yeah, exactly. And that's you know, that's that's how you win a conference like the SEC by four games. You know, be able to do those type of things. And and that really kind of showed the Alabama's killer instinct that they had on this team. You know, when when you when they had the opportunities, they took advantage offensively and and in the pitching circle. And that's why Alabama had the success they had.
1: Yeah. And before we get to the clip, which we've got the second and seventh inning versus LSU game two coming up to clinch the SEC. It's not included, but a shout out to Matty Morgan for hitting a solo home run in the third. Mm -hmm. That. One Alabama the game. Little did we know, it just made it four nothing at the time. Yeah. But Maddie Morgan, also a player that, you know, was second team all SEC, had a little rough stretch at the end of the year, but the games where she was on, she proved to be the difference maker.
0: Yeah, and you know, the improvement that she made from her freshman year to her sophomore year, uh it, it was we talked about it a lot with Coach Murphy throughout the year, that group of players who decided what they had done was not good enough, and they were going to improve, and they were going to help this team. And Maddie Morgan just really symbolized that.
1: Absolutely, and, absolutely,
0: and, and yeah, yeah, and that's that's why it's important, you know, in a game like softball, you know, you got to keep scoring. That, that that's one of the the things that you see sometimes. These teams jump out to the lead, and then they just kind of go in a shell and just kind of hope the game will end. It's like you got you got to keep the not in the SEC. No, you got to keep scoring because you never know when these teams will you know something will come along and all of a sudden they've put up a three or four spot on you.
1: Yeah, this league is too tough, right? To just take innings to to play not to lose, right? And that's true in all sports. Not to get too philosophical here, but (laughs) right. I mean, Alabama played to win and hung on for dear life because LSU did make a push, sure, and that led to a regular season sec championship which you can hear now it's time for number three on our moments ranking number three top five alabama softball moments of 2019 this is the second and seventh innings versus lsu game two in baton rouge
0: head to the top of the second inning. No score between Alabama and LSU. Due up for the Crimson Tide. Here in the second, Claire Jenkins, Reagan Dykes, Maddie Morgan 6-7-8 against Maribeth Gorsuch in the circle for LSU. Crimson Tide got a couple base hits in the first, but really after you saw Alyssa Brown get caught stealing, Alabama's momentum didn't totally go away, but a, a chance to really get that be a big first inning kind of went away
1: yeah it just it, it just didn't quite work out it was a pitch that it wasn't a pitch out but it was just perfectly placed for Schlappman to throw out Alyssa Brown but good to see Kaylee Tao get a hit or get yeah. on base rather good to see Bailey Hemphill get a hit and again it comes down to who's behind those top three and unfortunately Schroeder and sides couldn't tag up but here's another player stepping in who I think is due for a really big day she started hitting the ball a lot better last night and I'm expecting at least one hit, maybe a couple from Claire Jenkins. Claire Jenkins, the junior from Coleman, Alabama, will lead things off. The tide
0: shortstop, right-handed hitting. Batting 254. 35 of 138 with 35 runs scored. First pitch. Line foul as Patrick Murphy dives out of the way.
1: <laughs> no balls and one strike. He's not wearing the helmet. He said he no. might wear a helmet when Claire was at the plate. He's looking at his elbow just to make sure.
0: (laughs) Claire, four doubles, triple 12 homers, and
1: 29 runs driven in on the season. But the 185 average in conference play, that's the one puzzler with Jenkins. The 0-1 is a bit high, one ball and one strike. Yesterday, Claire was 0 for 4. But again, some really well-hit balls by her. Had that one that almost went yard, was shy about two feet, and I think is getting closer to getting her timing right. She just can't press, can't get frustrated with yourself.
0: The one one, and that one is a fly ball to left field. Well hit, and it's over the left fielder's head all the way to the wall. Jenkins rounds first, heads to second, slides in, and Alabama has a runner on second to start things off here in the second inning is that was a misplayed ball there by Stewart
1: yeah it probably should have been caught by Stewart but at the same time barreled up from Claire Jenkins absolutely bombed it and again that goes to what we talked about Claire Jenkins is a power hitter and LSU's outfielders weren't playing her with that kind of respect and I just don't quite understand the alignment that's the second time this weekend they've been burned by that kind of play
0: So the leadoff double gets things started for Alabama here in the second, third hit of the day for the Crimson Tide. Reagan Dykes steps in, and the first pitch is outside for ball one. Dykes, the senior captain from Collins, Mississippi, batting 273, 38 of 139. 29 runs scored, six doubles, six homers, 28 runs driven in. Was 0 for 3 yesterday with a walk, the business captain of the Crimson Tide. Yep. As Coach Murphy referred to her. The 1-0 is inside,
1: 2-0. And her parents studiously here every weekend. Always good to see Reagan's mother. An out-of-the-boxer. Yes, she is an out-of-the-boxer. Told us we better pick LSU and, and in we, the series. And we said, yes, ma'am, and we did. Yeah, I've already gotten that pick wrong. I said LSU would sweep.
0: <laughs> the 2-0 is in the dirt. And Schlottman makes a nice stop to make sure that Clara can't go anywhere, and she's going to call a timeout to go talk with
1: Gorsuch. But again, Gorsuch getting behind early on, and even though they were two very uh, similar innings on the scoreboard in the first, you can tell that Sarah Cornell is much more in control with what she's doing as opposed to Gorsuch, who's giving up hits and having trouble finding the strike zone on a consistent basis. Gorsuch does have nine more walks entering this game now 10 including today than strikeouts in conference play it's not a great number to have for an sec starter the 3-0 dykes pulls back the bunt takes a strike three and one the
0: series and regular season finale coming up tomorrow here from baton rouge tiger park one o'clock the first pitch will be on the air at twelve fifty. Hopefully celebrating an SEC championship. Wouldn't mind that. That is the plan. If we're late, it's because we're (laughs) celebrating. The 3-1 is low and inside for ball four. And there comes the second walk of the day issued by Gorsuch. Now runners on first and second with nobody out. And one of the themes... Of the big innings from Alabama here recently is they actually have been started by the bottom of the order. Yeah. Everybody after Bailey Hemphill has been able to put it together in those innings, and hopefully that's coming up here in the second, which has been a good inning for Alabama this season.
1: Yeah, scoring opponent 73 to 10 this year. LSU's been good too, though, at scoring opponent 60 to 14, but 63 is a little bit better than 46. Maddie Morgan lays
0: down a bunt down the first base line. The throw will be just in time to get her as it was a well-placed bunt down that first baseline, but a nice play by the
1: Tiger defense. But the sacrifice is successful. Runners now on second and third, but one gone. And setting the table for Skylar Wallace. Maddie Morgan is an excellent bunter fourth in the sec and conference play sack bunts and she just finds a way to lay it down in a place where there's really no other spot to go to except where she's going and now two in scoring position for alabama and skylar wallace stepping to the plate Tide was four for ten in these situations last night first pitch in there,
0: first strike no balls and one strike on the freshman second baseman Skyla Wallace batting 302, 38 of 126, 29 runs scored, five doubles, two triples, five homers, and 24 runs driven in. Was one for four with a run scored
1: yesterday evening. Now 246 in conference play. The 0-1 is low, 1-1. But Alabama being very patient here, and why not? I mean, Gorsuch is really struggling yeah. to throw strikes. She's right at 50-50. 17 balls, 17 strikes so far today.
0: Tide needs to take advantage as it's still 0-0, but two runners in scoring position with one out here in the second. The pitch, Wallace fouls that one off, 1-2. and Coming up later tonight, elsewhere on the Crimson Tide Sports Network, Alabama baseball down on the plains taking on Auburn. 7 o'clock is the first pitch for that one. Six lifts in. The one, two. And that one is fouled off. It will get out of play down the left field line. Wallace did a good job of spoiling that one. We'll do it again, one and two. Also, give you scoreboard updates throughout the day today. Brought to you by Cook's Pest Control. Cook's Pest Control and Centricon System, the unbeatable combination for termite protection. Already a final end in the conference. A couple of them, actually. The 1-2 is high and tight, 2-2. Two and two. And we've got the Kentucky Derby. Oh,
1: yes. That we will update all of you on. But, I'm, yes. I'm going to go with the uh, one of the favorites, Improbable. All right. I went game winner okay. in the family pool. Which means don't pick game yeah. winner. Uh, recently or <laughs> recently uh, making predictions has not been my forte. The
0: 2-2 is high again, and the count is full, three balls and two strikes.
1: But here's what's happening in the SEC. It was in the bottom of the first when lightning struck in Athens, and now game two of the Ole Miss-Georgia series has been suspended. Ole Miss was up one nothing in that one. Bottom of the fifth right now, Kentucky and Texas Tech tied up at three. We've got more after this pitch. Payoff pitch, Wallace fouls it off. We'll do it again, 3-2. and two. Top of the third, it is nothing Auburn over Arkansas. Currently, Arkansas won that very late game last night to take game one of that series. And then finals from today, another walk-off for Missouri. They're up 2-0 in that series over South Carolina, winning today in 8-7-6. to Tennessee beat Texas A&M 4-2. And one more that we'll get to in a second
0: it looks in. Another payoff pitch to Wallace is outside for ball four, and I think Wallace didn't realize that was ball four. She set back as though she was about to get back in the batter's box, but she will head down
1: now, and the bases are loaded with one away. Well, we are seeing a very, very tight strike zone behind the plate. as Scott Mayer has really just shrunken it for both players really I mean Cornell wasn't getting that outside or low part of his own either and now you wonder if Beth Tarina is going to make a change or if this is just a conversation with her pitcher Gorsuch yeah she's going to go out to talk with Gorsuch with Alyssa Brown about to step to the plate who is one for one with a single all right so how about this final in Gainesville Mississippi State four Florida two Kelly Barnhill started today she has started both games in the series Florida has lost both games. Wow! To Mississippi State, who yep. has now won five in a row, and they're playing a doubleheader
0: today. So game two is coming up in just a little bit in Gainesville, and you're just seeing the the Gators, who entered this weekend with the top RPI in the league. I think
1: that's going to change. Yeah. Um, just really a subpar season by their standards. That's for sure. It's unbelievable. I mean, I, I've we knew there were issues. We talked about it in various mediums but I never thought the issues would go on this long and be this vast. I mean, it is literally all three phases of the game. Also, some other big finals across the country. Washington beats Arizona 3-1, and Minnesota defeats Northwestern 8-0. And tonight we've got game one of Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, 7 o'clock Eastern time.
0: So now Alyssa Brown will step in with the bases loaded. One out here in the top of the second. No score, but the Tide trying to change that right here. Jenkins on third, Dykes on second, Wallace on first. Here comes the first pitch.
1: High for ball one. Now, unfortunately, I like Alyssa Brown here, but this is kind of where you wish Alabama had that scary pinch hitter to come in with one out and the base is loaded. It's going to be on Brown here, though, to just drive in a run in some way, shape, or form. The 1-0. High
0: again, two balls and no strikes. There is action in the LSU bullpen, but I can't see who it is. It's a righty. So I think everyone's a righty for LSU. Yeah.
1: I'm going to guess Wickersham. Yeah. That's who I thought they'd bring in last night if they needed relief. 2-0 pitch. That's in there for a strike, 2-1. And, and
0: she was getting warmed up, but then Alabama scored five runs in that seventh inning before you could turn around. and Bettina decided to hold hold her off.
1: 2-1 pitch. Misses outside. 3-1. Oh, boy. The natives are getting restless here. Mm. I agree with the call. It, it is consistent with the strike zone. Again, I never I'm never going to agree 100% with the strike zone from an umpire, but as long as it's consistent and even on both sides, I'm fine with it.
0: Dorsich looks in. The
1: 3-1 is a called strike, and the count is now full. 3-2. Now, the difference is when you're getting... Behind so much for Gorsuch. It's tough on the batters because in a situation like this, which pitch do you go after? I don't blame Brown for taking that 3-1 pitch.
0: Playoff pitch on its way and Brown takes it low for ball four and it's an RBI walk for Alyssa Brown and Alabama takes a 1-0 lead. For Alyssa Brown, that's Tuscusa
1: Toyota RBI number 12 on the year. Well, taking a look at the TV replay, it's the yeah. correct call. It was low Going and outside. outside. Great eye by Alyssa Brown. And now a chance once again for Kaylee Tau, Trying to get that swagger back. She's already been on base once today and, of course, broke the game open last night with that big hit to the gap. Base is still loaded. One gone, the first pitch. Tao takes it for a strike. No balls and one strike. And with that hit last night, Tau is now 571 this year with the bases loaded.
0: Another big opportunity right here. She lined one into the right center field gap in the seventh inning yesterday. The 0 1 stays a bit high.
1: 1 1. But with Wallace at second, hit, probably scores two. And who knows if if it's a gapper? Similar situation to last night, you could see Bama score three, depending on how quickly the LSU defense gets it out. And again, the outfield, no respect for Tao whatsoever. the 1-1. One, Cal one. takes it low and away, 2-1. I mean, I, I get it with Aaliyah Andrews. She's got the speed to get back there, but even yeah. she's at the top of the LSU mascot head. Over and left, Stewart, probably a good 10 feet, 20, 15 feet ahead of the warning track, and same for Thornhill and right.
0: The 2-1 is off speed and high, 3-1. And, and I think you may... This may be the last batter yeah. for Gorsuch if she doesn't get, get a strike thrown here.
1: Well, because of Town doesn't do anything, look who's on deck. The 3-1. Low for ball four. Back-to-back RBI walks for Alabama. It's now 2-0, Crimson Tide. Well, you take what the opponent gives you, and this is a gift from Mary Beth Gorsuch. Strike zone's small, but... You have to make adjustments to that, and she has not. And because of that, Beth Torino will make the AT&T call to the bullpen. We'll tell you about the new pitcher when we get
0: back. It's 2-0 Alabama here in the top of the second on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. 2-0 Alabama here in the top of the second inning. The bases are loaded, and Beth Torina makes the AT&T call to the bullpen. Stay connected all season long with AT&T. More for your thing, that's our thing. AT&T is a proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide, and the new pitcher, for LSU is the right-hander Shelby Wickersham.
1: Freshman from Metairie, Louisiana, Wickersham, a 2-3-1 ERA, 10-2 record. This our 22nd appearance, 84 and two-thirds innings, 69 hits, 39 runs, 28 of those earned. 31 walks and 40 strikeouts, a 284 ERA in conference play for the Tigers. That is the best of the main starters, but she is a pitcher that will throw it in the upper 60s. She's got a fastball, an aggressive change, and a really good drop ball. She pitches to contact, but what I've noticed in film and what the stats say, when you get to her early, she's rattled. She is a freshman, she is the definition of a freshman, and if Alabama can get to her quickly, Katie could be ready to bar the door here in this second inning. Partial line for Marybeth Beth Gorsuch, one and one third innings, three hits, two
0: runs, both earned five walks, no strikeouts, 51 pitches, 23 strikes. She's responsible for all three runners on base. And welcome to the game, Shelby Wickersham. Here's Bailey Hempill. Oh, boy. Hempill is one for one, singled back in the first inning.
1: And I am still stunned at where the outfield is aligned for Hempill. First pitch. In the dirt for ball one. I mean, seriously, Andrews, again, I get it, but I would still be deeper yeah. for Hempill. Stewart and left, maybe took two steps back from where she was defending Tao and Thornhill. Not expecting Oppo.
0: The 1-0. Low again, two balls and no strikes. His back-to-back RBI walks for Alabama from Melissa Brown and Kaylee Tau giving Alabama the 2-0 lead. The bases are still loaded. There's still only one out here in the second inning. Big opportunity for Hempill. The 2-0 in there for a strike
1: on the Louisiana Native, 2-1. Hemphill batting 500 with the bases loaded this year. And as you mentioned, Louisiana Native, she's got a lot of family here, a lot of supporters Making the trip from nearby Lafayette, Louisiana to come and, watch Bailey.
0: And the wind is blowing out to left field as well.
1: Uh-oh. It, it all seems geared up, doesn't it? It does. The 2-1, low, 3-1. Of course, no reason to swing and try and put it out of the park if no. everything's going to be a drop ball. Again, Wickersham, fastball change, drop. Wonder when she'll try and mix in that change up. It's very effective, but it is a streaky pitch for her.
0: She's got to mix, mix in a strike right here. The 3-1 is low and inside for ball four, and it's another RBI
1: walk for Alabama. The third straight, and the Crimson Tide has a 3-0 lead here in the second inning. So you remember last night in the seventh when the wheels fell off for LSU and everything just happened? Yeah. This feels like that same moment. And once Alabama gets that big hit here after all these RBI walks, I mean, the floodgates are they are getting tired so far in this series. Maris Schroeder steps in with
0: the bases loaded. The first pitch is inside for ball one. Maris flew out to center
1: field her first time up. LSU fans don't love the strike zone. I I don't know how they thought that was in there. there's, There's been a couple that have
0: been somewhat borderline in these three straight walks, but nothing egregious from our point of view. That's in there for a strike one and one.
1: What a beautiful day this has turned out to be. Clouds, blue sky. After the threat of weather was hanging over this game, too. The 1-1. One, one, drops in. There was that changeup, 1-2. and two. Yeah, it's a good pitch from Wickersham, and she's able to hide it because of her windup. She kind of bends down, crouches, and then delivers, and it's tough to read the pitch out of that kind of windup early before she lets it go.
0: The 1-2. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Schroeder
1: is struck out, and there's two gone. Wickersham going drop ball there. Nice pitch. Good call by the LSU coaching staff to go with that change high and away, and then a drop ball low and inside. So a two gone. That brings up KB
0: Sides, the ninth batter of the inning. She grounded out her first time up. I just saw Sarah Cornell coming back in from the bullpen. She got warmed back up because this inning – You know, RBI walks take a while. This inning is taken by time a lot longer than the seventh inning took yesterday with more runs being scored.
1: First pitch high for ball one on sides. Sides hitting 125 with the bases loaded, but 367 with two outs this year. So which stat will be the correct trend? The
0: 1-0, and
1: that one is fouled off. One ball, one strike. But you're already seeing Alabama having a little bit of trouble catching up with Wickersham's speed. It's not a huge difference from Gorsuch, but it's about three, four, five miles per hour faster, and that was a late swing there by sides on a drop ball from Wickersham. Yeah, you got to make the adjustment quickly. Especially with the bases loaded and a chance to really blow open this game. The 1-1 one, one is outside, 2-1. Wow,
0: Dan's really not happy. No. The <laughs> two-one pitch, low and inside. Three and one. Two gone. Three nothing already here in the top of the second. As Alabama looks to wrap up the SEC regular season championship all by themselves, a victory today would do it. 3-1. That's a strike, and the count is full. 3-2. Looked like that was a take all the way. That was pretty much right down the middle.
1: Yeah. that's. I was about to say, that's kind of a tough call for Patrick Murphy. Do you right. look for a pitch to drive, but do you do you also take it knowing that you've scored three runs on RBI walks? This will probably be a drop ball after that changeup up in the zone.
0: She looks in, and now the payoff pitch. Sides loops this one to shallow center field, but ranging back mm-hmm. and making the catch is Surrett. For out number three, and the side is retired for the Crimson Tide here in the second inning. They get three runs on one hit. There were no errors, and three runners left on base. We played an inning and a half. It's three-nothing Crimson Tide on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from their field IMG College. We head to the home half of the second inning. Alabama now with a three-nothing lead over LSU. A inning in the second that Alabama sent nine batters to the plate, and the only hit was the leadoff double by Claire Jenkins. But then the walks really came up, came up for LSU. Back three straight RBI walks, giving Alabama the 3-0 lead. Final line for Gorsuch now. One and one-third, three hits, three runs. All earned five walks, no strikeouts. Due up for the Tigers here in the second, since Sincere, Doyle, and Thornhill.
1: Yeah, it's going to be all about Cornell, you know, just mowing through this inning. Don't let LSU... Try, you know, get a couple runs, get a couple hits, get a little bit of momentum back because right now this is a pretty deflated Tiger Stadium and Tiger Bench. And they're trying to get the crowd fired up. But I mean it's hard to think that they're not a little tired of so many mental errors really in the last three innings of this series. Shelby Sunseri, the designated player, will lead
0: things off. She was the pitcher for LSU yesterday, took the loss. She's batting. 374 on the year, 49 and 131. Swing and a miss, strike one. 27, wa- uh, 27 runs scored, 14 doubles, 15 homers, and 55 runs driven in. At the plate, she was 0 for 2 with a walk.
1: Hit 328, an SEC player, rather is hitting, but strikes out a lot. Had a strikeout last night, top 10 in the SEC, and K's at the plate. The 0 1 pitch, fouled straight back, 0 2. Coke's Control scoreboard update, the Kentucky Derby. About to get started at Churchill Downs. I will say, Tom, there are a lot of great songs in sports. One of my favorite is when they play my old Kentucky home right before the Derby. Oh, yeah. Great tradition. The O2.
0: Hits the outside corner. Called strike three. Sunsari will be set down. And LSU... Not happy about it. A little
1: saucy there from Mm -hmm. Censeri, giving home plate umpire Scott Mayer a look as if to say, bruh, come on. And, uh, wow, Mayer going with the call. I agree it was a strike. And I will say there were a couple that LSU was throwing that were probably around the same area. But I'm not going to complain when Alabama gets a call because it doesn't happen as much as the folks on Twitter would have you know.
0: (laughs) Say, we still got a while to go before it's even. I know that much. That pitch is outside for ball one to Amanda Doyle, the first baseman. Doyle, right handed junior, batting 295. 46 of 156, 30 runs scored, 11 doubles, 7 homers, and 36 runs driven in. Doyle was 0 for 3 yesterday. The 1 0 low and away,
1: two balls and no strikes. Doyle so hitting 250 in conference play. Still looking for a first career hit against Alabama. Now 0 for 8 all time with three strikeouts. couple LSU batters 0 for life against the Crimson Tide. The 2-0. That one is line foul into the Bama dugout. 2-1. AC antico over there thought well, maybe i'll go catch it and then the last second dove back and said better not that's coming in a little bit harder than i thought it was i have to say watching or re-watching the game today i love all of the reactions in the dugout to everything that happened last night and ac led the charge for spectacular <laughs> reactions
0: 2-1 well, swing and a miss Ooh. foul tipped in the glove two and two
1: going rise ball there
0: yeah Before the game today, we saw the Mike Moore Performance Center dedicated. A new hitting facility, and I, I feel like I'm underselling it saying it's a hitting facility. The 2 2 holds off
1: on the rise ball check swing there. She didn't go. Well, it Camp is a full 3 and 2. It is a performance center. Right, it is. And uh, it there will be a lot of performing in there because it is huge, yes. and you can do very many things in that building. It's a five batting
0: cages or you can pull up all the batting cages and take a full infield in that performance center.
1: Jeez. And that'll help in a state where there's a lot of rain, especially early in the spring and in late winter.
0: Payoff pitch. Ground ball to
1: third. Nice stop by Maddie Morgan. The
0: throwover's in time for out number two. And I know we talked about it with Patrick Murphy in the pregame interview today, but can't say enough about the third base that Maddie Morgan has been playing here this weekend.
1: She has been absolutely superb, and I love how in control she is of everything that she does. Never rushes. You know, just always plants her feet and throws it to Hemphill on time and just continues to be a steady force over there at third for the Crimson Tide. So with two gone, Elise Thornhill, the right fielder, will step in to the left-handed batter's box.
0: First pitch. Inside for ball one. Thornhill, the senior, batting an even 300. 39 of 130. 23 runs scored, 13 doubles, 8 homers, and 35 runs driven in. She was one for two with a walk yesterday. Moving down the order here today. The 1 0. That one's lined to second. A nice catch made by Scott Wallace. And it's a 1-2-3 inning pitch by Sarah Cornell. No runs, no hits, no errors. No runners left. We played 2-3-0 Alabama here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. We head to the top of the seventh inning. Alabama with a 4-3 lead over LSU. Two up for the Crimson Tide here in the seventh. Hemphill, Schroeder, and Sides. 3-4-5 facing Shelby Wickersham in the circle. For LSU, Wickersham came in relief of Gorsuch, has gone four and two-thirds, three hits, one run, which was earned, two walks, and three strikeouts, 74 pitches, and 40 strikes, in just those four and two-thirds innings so far for Wickersham, and she faces the middle of the order for the Crimson Tide, led off by Hemphill, who is one for two, singled in the first, had the RBI walk in the second, and grounded into a double play in the fourth, as Alabama looking for some insurance, it was a huge top of the seventh yesterday that blew that game open. And it started with Bailey Hempel at the plate, if I am not mistaken.
1: Yes, it did.
0: First pitch is a called strike on one.
1: And by the way, Alabama looking for a first hit since the fourth against Wickersham have to credit her she looked a little rattled early but she has come in and been very nice in relief
0: the 0-1 is high 1-1 all all of the tension the (laughs) 1-1 oh change up in there for a strike one and two. Gutsy pitch there by Wickersham.
1: That's one where you better be right. Yeah. And that was right down the heart, too. The one-two
0: pitch in the dirt, two and two. The sun has pretty much set now, so no more sunfield for anyone to have to worry about.
1: LSU even in seven innings this year, overall 18-18 to 18 scoring-wise.
0: 2-2 pitch, and that one is queued to third. The stop made by Sanchez, the throw will be in time to get Hempel for out number one is that one just off the end of the bat there by Bailey. And really, it was just her strength. Most people, that would have been an opposite field on the first base side off the end of the bat, but Hempel was able to get it. Third. It looks like we're going to see a pinch hitter for Mayor Schroeder. Well,
1: nope. interesting move here by Patrick Murphy. We've had the pinch hitting stat Alabama in SEC games. One for 12 pinch hitting with six strikeouts. And that first hit, that only hit, came in the first pinch hitting attempt against Missouri, game two of that series, way, way, way long ago.
0: And it's going to be the senior Caroline Hardy. The Savy Hills native getting her first at-bat of the weekend.
1: Asking her to be aggressive here.
0: Here comes the first pitch from Wickersham.
1: Low and outside for ball one. She's hitting 180 this year, 9 of 50, with five homers, 12 ribbies, and a double. She did have that pinch hit home run against Arizona. On the road, that's the toughest atmosphere she has gotten a hit in this year, pinch hitting-wise. The 1 0
0: is fouled off. One ball and one strike. Replacing Schroeder, who was 0 for 3.
1: That being said, Hardy looking for her first hit since March 27th against Georgia Tech. And is 0 for 1 all time against LSU with a strikeout. The 1 1
0: pitch. Hardy takes it high and tight, 2 1. She has had some walks since that hit.
1: Yes.
0: It's a a tough thing because you want her to be aggressive, but at the same time, you don't want her to swing at bad pitches. Right.
1: Especially after that out by Hempill. Interesting to see where the infield is playing, Hardy.
0: The 2-1, and that one is a ground ball back to the pitcher. Wickersham
1: has it and throws out Hardy, and there's two gone. Just couldn't quite get the solid contact there, but... That ball was almost exactly what I thought it needed to be for maybe an infield hit because looking at third and short, they were basically on the grass. Unfortunately, instead of maybe being down the line and having to have one of those infielders run in and make a highlight real play, it was right to Wickersham. And Alabama not making the noise you wanted to see here in the seventh inning.
0: And that brings up KB Sides 0 for 2 with a walk. First pitch in there for a strike. No balls and one strike. So now everyone in the lineup, except for the four hole, has been on base for Alabama here today.
1: Sides looking for a hit, and again outfield playing pretty in against her.
0: The 0-1 is slap foul. No balls and two strikes as KB trying to
1: just make something happen
0: there with a slap.
1: Yeah, intriguing that she went slap first two pitches. wonder what she'll do here on the 0-2. We should love to find a way to extend this inning just a little bit longer.
0: The 0-2 pitch is in the dirt. One, two.
1: We talked about it. How the looseness of Alabama. And Alabama, I think, was loose early on, but then you saw things tighten up, I think, as reality of the situation set in. And LSU has been playing a lot freer.
0: The one-two is high, two balls and two strikes on the changeup. There was that. That was the changeup that was right down the middle to Hempill. But that was nowhere near the zone there to sides.
1: Good job by KB battling back after being down 0-2 early in this at-bat. The 2-2 pitch.
0: Slap foul. Barely gets a piece to stay alive. Count remains
1: 2-2. All the drama, all the suspense. And by the way, I don't know if we said it, but that's a new catcher in for LSU. That's Cummins, I believe, back in. Number 26. The 2-2 is
0: swung on and missed for strike three as Sides is unable to catch up with the rise. And that will do it for Alabama here in the seventh. Another 1-2-3 inning for the Alabama offense. They still hold on to a 4-3 lead as we move to the bottom of the seventh inning. The last chance for LSU as Alabama looks to secure the SEC championship all by themselves. They need to get the Tigers out without allowing a run to make that happen here in the bottom of the seventh. From the Crimson Tides Sports Network from the Refield, IMG College. We head to the bottom of the seventh inning. Alabama with a 4-3 lead over LSU. Four runs, six hits, no errors. Seven runners left for Alabama. Three runs, six hits, no errors. Four runners left on for the Tigers. Montana Fouts looking for the save. She came in and got three batters out quickly in the sixth inning after the solo home run by Samaya Sanchez. Pulled it within a one-run lead for Alabama. And looks like
1: we're going to see a pinch hitter to start things off for LSU. Yeah, that's number 16, Taryn Antoine, 12-51 this year. That's 235 average with three triples and 11 RBI. However, just the seventh at-bat for her in conference play, official at-bat. She's walked three times. But she's two for six with a run scored and two ribbies. It's important to get out number one. It's one out at a time, Tom, just like for this team all year. It's been one game at a time. And the pressure is as big as it has ever been for this team with so many youngsters and the youngest of all, the cool. freshman Montana Fouts in the circle.
0: 8-9-1 due up for the Tigers. Here comes the first pitch to Antoine. In there, first strike. No balls in one strike. And Fouts just needs to work ahead here.
1: And, again, we'll go over what's at stake. LSU trying to win and force an outright decider, of course, for the SEC regular season tomorrow and trying to stay in position for the one seed. A Bama win, you get an SEC championship and the one seed and probably a top five national seed in the NCAAs.
0: The 0-1 is a ground ball to short. Jenkins has to hurry. She does. The throw is in time, and there's one away. Nice job there by Claire Jenkins charging that chopper in. And she had to pretty much field and throw with the same motion to get the speedy Antoine, and she does. One out for Amber Surratt.
1: Playing deep was Claire Jenkins, and that was a chopper, a little bit slow. Jenkins had to hurry, and it's hard to focus when the crowd is slowly ramping up as the ball gets (laughs) closer to you. But... Jenkins, the quarterback of the infield, makes the timely throw about a step and a half ahead of Antoine.
0: That brings up Amber Surrett, who doubled and scored her last time up, one for two on the day. With a flyout. first pitch. This is outside for ball one. Surrett has hit the ball as hard as anybody in this LSU lineup, even though that was her first hit of the weekend and the first hit she's ever had against Alabama as a senior.
1: Alabama is 32-0 when leading after six innings this year.
0: The 1-0. Oh. oh, this is a little inside. 2-0. Oh. Need to get a strike here from Montana. 2-0. There it is, 2-1. You're wanting to, if at all possible, avoid Stuart Sanchez Sanchez.
1: <laughs> that trio <laughs> right there. LSU is six hits tonight. Five of those coming from two, three, four, and five.
0: The two one. This is outside, 3 and 1.
1: I talked to Stephanie Van Brakel Pro Throw last night about the start Fouts had, and she said it was a little bit of nerve. She was trying to keep everything so low, knowing that LSU does a great job of hitting the high stuff out of the park. And you hope that this isn't something working into the mind of Fouts here. Big pitch.
0: Here comes a 3 1. Swing and a miss. And the count is full, three balls and two strikes as Fouts just blew that fastball right by her. That's
1: when you say, my stuff is darn good, try and hit it. (laughs) That was right down the middle, too. That is, wow, that's gutsy from Montana Fouts. I
0: need to do it one more time here.
1: Taking a second to get the call in. Understandable. Use all the time you've got.
0: Make sure you got the right number on that card. Here comes the payoff pitch. That ball is fouled off by Surrett. We'll do it again. Three balls and two strikes.
1: LSU also, again, this is huge for them, too, NCAA tournament-wise. They're trying to secure a super spot. I think they're fine, but you never know with committees. So this... This game just has so many implications in every way, shape, and form.
0: Payoff pitch again. Line back to Fouts, who makes the catch for out number two. That ball was hit hard, but Fouts was right there, made the catch. And LSU is down to their final out. But it's back to the top of the order in Aliyah Andrews.
1: Right to Fouts. We've talked about her defensive acumen. She's been pretty darn good in the field. One out away from an outright SEC championship, Tom.
0: Standing in the way is Aaliyah Andrews. 0 for 3. Pop out, a strike out and a ground out. First pitch. Puts a bunt down, but it's foul. Wow. No balls in one strike. Not a, not a slap, uh, just a straight bunt there. That's bold. I
1: mean, I get that Andrews has speed, but have you seen Reagan Dykes?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Haven't seen the shotgun used a whole lot today. Bouts gets ahead, 0-1. The 0-1 pitch. Fouled off at the plate. LSU down to their final strike. It's 0-2.
1: Bama fans on their feet. A lot of months of hard work have built to this moment right here. And Reagan Dykes, knowing that, the business captain, she goes out and talks to the defense.
0: Love that. Love right. to see what she just
1: did. That's here. great leadership from Reagan Dykes to calm everybody down. Because remember, this is the game Alabama thought they needed to win. <laughs> right. Even though they've already got the SEC championship, the team thought they had to win today, and now they're just one strike away from doing it.
0: Bouts looks in. The 0 2. Swing and a miss! Strike three, Alabama wins the SEC championship and dog piles in front of home plate for the sixth time in program history and the first time since 2014. Alabama is your outright SEC champions. Partner, I'll see
1: you at Bryant-Denny Stadium when we get our ring. Wow, what a moment. The hard work, the months of preparation all season long i mean we talked with patrick murphy at the beginning of the year about how hard the freshman class turned sophomore class worked to be put in this situation and to have a freshman come in and get the final six outs ending it with a strikeout just incredible man tom this, this is crazy
0: Montana Fouts comes in after the solo home run by Shemiah Sanchez off of Cornell and gets six straight outs off of one of the best offenses in the country Mm. at their place to win the series and win the conference.
1: You couldn't have written it any better. You genuinely could not have written it any better. The way this game played out, the fact that it had it had to be tough. If you want to win the conference, you're not going to win seven-one or four-nothing. It right. had to be tough. There, there had is. to be some drama, and Alabama weathered the storm, led by a freshman.
0: You felt good up four-nothing after the third inning, but then you could see LSU. Their credit, they did not give up. They fought back. They're a real good team. They're they're going to be a super regional host in all likelihood. It's at it's here in Tiger Park. You knew it was going to be tough. But my goodness, what a what a job by this Alabama team.
1: And a lot of credit to the coaching staff. We talked a lot about, about how these pitchers have been developed. That's a credit to Stephanie Van Brakel Pro Throw. How about the team being loose and playing together and always – When we talked earlier in the year about how they took everything personally yeah. and how they would always come back and find ways to win. That's a credit to Patrick Murphy, and that's a credit to Allison Habits. I will go back to that <laughs> night. In Troy, in a hotel room, the team gathered around. Allison Habits talked about responding, talked about finding a way way to come up big when it matters most. And Alabama did that today and has done that all season. This is a response, Tom, to the doubters, to the haters, to the people that picked Alabama eighth in the preseason. Yes. This is a heck of a response and a heck of a victory to get there.
0: We'll take a timeout, come back to a joyous Regions Bank postgame report as Alabama gets the victory 4-3 over LSU, gets a series win, and gets the conference here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.
1: So there you have it, Alabama closing it out, and that led to the beautiful rings. Mine is on a chest back home in Birmingham. Where's yours? Uh, mine's up
0: on the mantle in the in the living room. Lovely. Uh, yeah. Well, it's actually it's been relocated to my my into our bedroom for right now because of the Christmas decorations. Of course. Once, once Christmas is over, it'll go back up where it's supposed to be.
1: Yes, and I, I've picked a few select weekends in which I will break it out mm-hmm. next year a certain series against a certain in-state rival comes to mind.
0: And I don't think that in-state rival will be getting rings anytime
1: soon. No. Kind of a rough couple. <laughs> you long know, long
0: time for You, you hate
1: to see it. It's really, really tough. Yeah. It's really tough. <laughs> but I mean, what a, what a way to close out the regular season and something we didn't touch on in the intro that we'll touch on now. No human being in the world happier about this result than Allison Habit's. Oh, yeah. How many times at the crawfish boil mm-hmm. afterwards in College Station in the spring, this past spring, did Allison Habits say, remember when we swept LSU in Baton Rouge? <laughs> right. That was a lot of fun. And I enjoyed uh, Yeah, going to the crawfish boil
0: from Baton Rouge on the way to yes. College Station where we multiple times discussed the, the sweep of LSU so and Baton great. Rouge. Oh, it's the best.
1: And... Some of the best food that you'll ever have. Of course, I still I still think about it honestly, (laughs) and I have not gotten any packages. So habits family, if you yeah, if you want to text me, I'll send you the address. Send some stuff along. Yeah, this was on eleven of fifteen committee ballots. It got one first place vote, but again, just volume, right? And a lot of people love this moment, and I don't blame them. It's it's great call by you, and and it was emotional. One of the many times this year when my voice cracked a bit. (laughs) There'll be more crying coming up. Just be ready. (laughs) Uh, You know, there was crying for moment number two, but it it wasn't by either of us or by Alabama in general. Just giggling like a
0: schoolgirl for the most part.
1: Yes, that's pretty much all the highlight is. (laughs) And, you know, in terms of pure softball, what's going to be number two, which we'll hear next time, it's not great. It's a blowout even. Yeah. But... It's all about who it's against.
0: Thanks. Which makes it more fun, actually, for me. Uh, As long as Alabama's
1: on the right side of it, a blowout is much less stressful. It's true. We got to break out the beam material in a way I never thought possible. Never thought it was going to happen.
0: And it was really, that was what, this is what three and a half years of frustration Mm. being released feels and sounds like.
1: They call Um, that a tease, folks. Coming up next. Yes. (laughs) After (laughs) the break, which will be you know about next week right but you just heard number three on our top five moments list number two will be next time here on out of the box we'll see you next time